0: Hello, and welcome back to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host here at Red Beard Outdoors, and just wanted to chime in with my Thursday Thoughts edition today, it being Thursday. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about health and why that's so important to me and to my family and, and to many others around me. And anyone that knows me understands that that's a very much an underlying motivation for the majority of the things that I do. And so I want to discuss that today. But first, I wanted to welcome anyone new listening. And thank you for tuning in, giving me some of your time and lending your ear. Hopefully you get something out of this and are willing to share it with other people. I don't run ads on the podcast because uh, of that very concept. I don't like hearing ads on podcasts, uh, especially when it's not something that is Pertinent or relevant to the subject. So uh, I don't do that. And uh, for those that have continued to listen with me, thank you so much for your support. I truly do appreciate it. And yeah, so if you have any thoughts, ideas, recommendations in the future, you can always find me at red.beard.outdoors on Instagram. You can look me up on Facebook. You can also uh, join the group on Facebook, Redbeard Fit Crew. Uh, you can be a part of that and where you'll see a lot more of my fitness posts and basically motivation to, I want to help everyone get as healthy as possible and live happier lives. And we'll get into that a little bit today, but thank you so much for your support. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about health, actually a lot of bit about health because uh, in all honesty, it's a very much an underlying reason why I do what I do. I enjoy the outdoors. I enjoy hunting I enjoy I go to the gym every single morning, and the days that I don't go to the gym it's because I'm either on the mountain or it's Sunday when we are again on the mountain as a family. and so health and fitness is is a big deal for me. Uh, there's a couple words that I've realized throughout my years of working out and working on my nutrition and things along the the health and fitness side of. Uh, that that I've realized that there's certain words that people shy away from and they don't enjoy talking about because they have a bad name. And so I try and use terminology that uh, doesn't make people shy away because health should be something that we're all concerned about, especially nowadays uh, when everything that's going on right now with the pandemic and and things that are that are happening with the, the COVID virus and any other health concerns. We're going into the fall winter season and generally that's that shift in temperature and weather patterns can cause people to either have more allergies or get a cold or it's, it's flu season. So many things are going on right now with health that I wanted to talk about it today. Also, we started the fall eight week transformation challenge. And for those of you that know, I, I work with uh, First Form is the company that I work with and I trust their products as far as supplementation is concerned. I will never try and sell someone a supplement that they don't need. And I'll never try and sell a supplement, period. I will make recommendations if I feel that they would be beneficial. But uh, there's such a wide variety of... Of people out there, some people that really could only, based on their lifestyle, only need a multivitamin and fish oil. And there's other people that are trying to, they're having issues with gaining weight and they need other types of supplements uh, that would help them with their calorie deficit that they're having an issue with. Uh, it just, there's, there's such a variety that I don't ever try and just blanket market supplements, but I will say that the company that I have found that I'm most impressed with their quality and their, the care that they take on the supplements is First Form. And so they're a great company. Uh, they're owned, small company. They're, they're not corporate or a big company when you think of corporate. Um, they're just a great family-owned company that wants to help better people's lives. And uh, that's what I'm here for as well. So those visions kind of lined up along with a few other things. So if you have any questions about supplementation, please, again, shoot me a message. More than happy to talk to you about that and see if you even if you even need it. Uh, if it's something that would benefit you or should we focus on other things. And And we'll get into that as well. Kind of the 90% versus the 10% rule. A lot of people want to focus on when they hear health and fitness, they start immediately thinking... The gym, diets, and all the big fads like keto and low carb, no carb, uh, and all the other diets that are out there that you could pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for. And I've found throughout my years, there's some things that work a little bit better than others, but the easiest and best, I guess most most efficient uh, way to handle health is to keep it simple. And keep it fun more than anything. I mentioned that in my last podcast. Making it fun to get outside for others. There are some people that don't enjoy being outside. It doesn't appeal to them. So finding an interest that they have and bringing that to the outdoors is a way to get people outside. Same thing with health. Everyone should be concerned about their health. I, I say concerned, but should be striving to either remain healthy or get healthier. And getting healthy doesn't mean you have to have six pack abs doesn't mean you have to be able to bench 500 pounds or deadlift, however many pounds it it, that doesn't matter as far as health is concerned. When I say health, for me, uh, there's three main tools that I use to measure progress, as far as health is concerned. And then you can go off again, On other things, but the three main ones that I prefer to discuss are one, how do you feel yourself? And be honest with yourself. I know when I was at my heaviest, my back was hurting, my lower back, especially on the right side. And along with that, my IT band was tight. My hip flexors had issues whenever we'd go on long hikes, whenever I was carrying weight. If I had a leg day that was a little particularly heavy, my knees would hurt. I just didn't feel good. I was out of breath all the time. I I didn't like walking to the park. I'd rather drive everywhere. Uh things along those lines kind of were triggers for me. I didn't feel good at all. I would get frequent headaches. You can ask my wife. It was like almost like clockwork, almost every Sunday or every other Sunday, I'd have to take a nap because I had a headache to the point where light was hurting. So basically migraine status. Um never been diagnosed with migraines, so I don't know if that's what it was, but I uh, had headaches. I had a, a really bad caffeine addiction. Um, and just so many things were going on that were, if I was honest with myself, I would have noticed until I got to, like I said, my heaviest point. And that's when I finally just said enough is enough. So that's the first measurement for me. How are you feeling inside your own skin, inside your own body? Are you comfortable doing the activities that you want to do? Are you comfortable being a father or a, a mother, a dad, a mom, a sibling, a spouse? Are you comfortable in those activities? If not, well, there should be one red flag for you. The next. Now, this is a tool. A lot of people hate this scale. I love the scale because it won't lie to you. Yes, every scale is different. We could go down the list of reasons why scale is bad, But if you listen to what I'm about to say, you'll understand why I say a scale is a good tool to have in your arsenal. If you use the scale and you use the same scale consistently and you weigh yourself every day or at least once a week at the same time in the morning or in the evening, I prefer in the morning when I'm driest after I've used the restroom. Uh, I say driest because I haven't hydrated all night and uh, I, I weigh myself then. You wear the same outfit, same scale, same time. I'd say at least once a week, I weigh myself every day just because I'm I'm that in into making sure that I'm keeping track because what's measured improves. So the scale should not be the end-all goal. A number on the scale doesn't matter because you look at three dudes that are standing by each other that are all 200 pounds and their, their physiques are going to be vastly different. So again, the scale is not the only tool, but it is a tool in your tool belt. So use it that way. Okay. Don't tell yourself that you need to hit a certain weight. At least this is what worked for me. And this is what I've seen people that have consistent results and are able to keep the results that they want do these things. So again, how are you feeling? And be honest with yourself, using the scale as a tool, not the end goal, but a tool to track measurement and then also progress pictures. And if you don't feel comfortable having those pictures on your phone, uh, I'm sorry, maybe create a folder that I don't know if you can find a a way to, to make it not public on your phone, whatever. I would say at least take a progress picture every single week, if not every day. The reason being is that, again, how you're feeling is a good measurement. The scale may not change for a week or two weeks. But you look at your progress pictures from the last two weeks, and you notice definition in areas that you didn't have definition in before. And what does that tell you? That tells you that you're, you're aiming, if your goal is to lose fat, I don't even just say lose weight, but lose fat, you want to be a little bit more toned, Maybe you want to gain some muscle. Maybe you're you're skinny and you want to gain muscle. Whatever it may be, you look in the mirror and you look in those progress pictures where the scale may not have changed over the last two weeks, but you look from two weeks ago to today's picture, and you will see a difference if you're doing the things that you need to be doing. Those three tools are key for progress. And the reason why... You need to check in with yourself, be honest with yourself. You need to have a number, which is the scale, and you also need to have a visual. You hit all three of those things, you'll start getting after your goals. Now, again, if you have questions about this, feel free to send me a message. I'd love to, to chat about it and why I have formed this opinion if, if I don't make that clear enough in this podcast, but for me, that's what worked the most. Because I've looked at myself at 193 pounds right before I got married. And 193 pounds a couple weeks ago. And it's a vastly different physique, even on the same person. I've never been able to see my abs before. And for me, that was a personal goal. Not for anyone else, but because I wanted that. And when we first got married, I couldn't see them. A week ago, I could. So just goes to show you, I've, I've learned from personal experience, let alone from everyone else that I've chatted with in the health and fitness industry that I trust their opinion and that they've had consistent results with. So those three tools. And then uh, as well, you need to be clear about your goal. What is your goal? Is your goal to simply to live a long, happy life? You don't want to be the strongest man out there. You don't want to have necessarily... Uh, abs, or if you're a woman, you don't want to have the most, I'm just being stereotypical here, but you don't want to have the most defined legs, or you don't want to have the most defined arms, whatever, you just want to feel healthy. Great. That's an awesome goal, in my opinion. Now let's define health for you. Is it a blood pressure number? Is it resting heart rate? Is it your your cardio? Is it an activity that you want to be able to go do? Like, I want to be able to go run a 5K anytime I want, which I never want to run. (laughs) But anytime if I want to go run a 5K, I want to be able to do that and not die. I want to be able to, for me, I want to be able to go hike the mountains and chase animals and, and camp with my kids and backpack. And if there is an emergency, heaven forbid, I want to be able to carry... People out of the house if something were to happen where they were knocked unconscious or whatever it may be. I want to be able to do that. So those are some personal goals of mine. You need to be clear with yourself. What goal do you have for you? What is it that you want to achieve with your health? You want to be a grandpa? I want to be a grandpa and I want to outrun my grandkids. I want to be out there playing soccer with them or or throwing the ball around. I want to be hiking. Again, getting back to hiking. I want to be able to go swimming with them. I want to to be able to do activities with them and not worry about my back breaking or a hip giving out on me or my knees not working right. Those are all kind of general goals, but they're very much real for me. I want that for you as well. So just set your goal. Be very clear with it. And then once you've got your goals set, and you have those three tools that I was mentioning that we're gonna to use to measure progress because progress measured will excel. If you don't measure progress and you just say, I have this goal, and you kind of set out to do it a little bit here and there, well, that's it's, it's not gonna end up working for you in the long run. Sorry to tell you, burst your bubble. Now that we've established your, you've got your three tools, you've got your set goal. Now we're going to talk about the means to get you to that goal. So we've got a couple of ways to measure. uh, But as far as overall, just in general, overall health, let's start simple. And this is where I go into that, the 90% versus 10%. So with the 90%, as Stephen Covey says, first things first. seems pretty simple, right? First things first. We hear that a lot. But in all reality, what has greatest importance? What's going to be the biggest and most efficient tool that you can use or way, I guess, uh, to get to your goal? If your goal is to lose weight or just to be overall healthy, you need to move more. You need to be more active. That does not mean you need to go out and sign up for the most expensive gym membership, and personal trainer, and CrossFit gym, and everything else that's going on out there. You don't need to do that. Start simple. Go for a walk. Track your steps somehow. Every phone nowadays, from what I understand, has a steps tracker. It may not be the most accurate, but if you have a phone that does that, awesome. If you've got a smartwatch that does that, even better. Again, it's not 100% perfect. It's not about hitting a set number, but I've noticed... I did a little experiment on myself that when I was at least hitting 10,000, if not more steps a day, that's when I was having my best progress. I, even if I worked out in the morning, ate the same food, but I didn't hit those steps, my progress slowed. It wasn't crazy amount of slow, but it, it did slow down. So I'd say, before you do any personal trainers, crazy gyms, and you you overwork yourself, you hit it too hard, go for walks. If you can, have a standing desk at work. Those are a couple of simple things. Uh, Cut out refined sugar for the most part. Check, again, be honest with yourself of what you eat. Do you eat a 1,200 calorie meal at McDonald's three times a day or twice a day? and then you munch when you get home and then you have ice cream and Netflix later if you're honest with yourself and if that's what's happening then there you go figure that out and find stuff that tastes I'd say 80% as good as the real thing and eat that instead you can make chicken that tastes good if you don't like chicken you can make lean ground, ground turkey or ground beef that tastes good. You can make salads that taste good, that are filling. And all of these things, I can go into more detail with you, if you. Again, if you want to send me a message, I'd love to go over in way more detail than I have time for in this podcast today. But basically keeping it simple, substitute one of those huge meals that are calorie dense meals that you eat at a fast food restaurant for something that you make at home. I guarantee you, you won't have nearly as many calories in that meal you make at home. And there you go. Again, keeping it simple. Slight changes in your activity. Go to the park. Walk places instead of driving. If you need to go to your neighbor's house, walk there instead of drive. If it's in the same neighborhood. Uh, Go for bike rides if you have a bike. Things like that. Super simple. I heard something on a podcast today that I was listening to uh, that he mentioned. Imagine having a bucket and needing to fill that bucket up with rocks because you're going to you know, carry it over and, uh, to some other destination. And if you fill it up with all the tiny pebbles, when you go to put the big rocks in, are they going to fit? No. And the big rocks are what's most important in this job. So what you do is you put the big rocks in first, the 90%, the simple things, efficient things. Put those in first and then fill in the gaps. And when you fill in the gaps with those sprinkling of the pebbles, which is the other 10%, that's things such as getting into weightlifting or CrossFit or hiring a personal trainer or supplementation if you need it or getting a nutritionist. All of those things come later. First, start with the simple things. Keep it simple, and once you do that, and you create those habits, it'll be easier to move forward. I noticed that if I jumped into oh today I want to bench five hundred pounds, which is not a goal of mine, but say I I did want that, I'm not going to go to the gym and just start benching five hundred pounds. I have to work up to that. Same thing here. You're not just going to lose x amount of weight that you're looking to lose. It starts with creating habits so that you can keep it off at the end. It's not a crash diet. I hate crash diets. Losing 10 pounds in a month is not necessarily the best thing. Because what happens at the end of it? You're more than likely going to gain it back. That's not the goal here. The goal is to have lasting health. Create good, healthy habits so that you can live long into the future. I want to be that grandpa that's running around the mountains with his grandkids, making a fool of himself. I wanna be able to do that. I want to be able to share my passions with not just my kids, but their kids. And I want to be healthy enough to be able to do that. So, if you pull anything away from this today, just keep it in mind that you need to keep it simple Take one more step out of your comfort zone, not 10 steps or bolting, running as fast as you can out of your comfort zone, because you're going to come right back. But you take one little step out of your comfort zone and make that change and make that a habit, then you take another step, then another step. Doesn't matter how big or small, they need to be manageable. Once you make those manageable steps out of your comfort zone and your comfort zone continues to grow you'll look back a year from now and you'll be a heck of a lot closer to your goal than you would have been if you hadn't taken that first step. That I can promise you. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in other people's lives and it makes me so happy to see when other people come to me and ask me questions because I want to help them. It's a passion of mine to see other people get healthier. To live better lives because when you're healthier it bleeds into everything else your mental health it bleeds into your relationships into your work and then that just continues to snowball and snowball and it gets get bigger and bigger and bigger and you've got this huge massive avalanche coming down the hill of your accomplishments so keep that in mind just to keep it simple put first things first Go for that walk. Stop going to fast food restaurants. Or if you're doing two meals a day, take out one of those meals. You do those small changes that are simple, and then build on that. And that's what I'm here for. 100%. I'm here for you. I want you to have a better life. I want you to live healthier and happier. I want you to walk, wake up in the morning and have a smile on your face and say, today... I'm going to kick butt. And I'm going to make whatever I want to happen, happen. And for me, a big portion of that is your physical health. Because if you're not physically capable, that's going to be a big, big hold back for you. So, let's get healthy. Let's do it together. And uh, I'm in this journey. It's Again, it's a lifetime journey. It's not a six-month thing. I love little challenges. We started this eight-week transformation challenge and there's going to be more challenges in the future that i'd love to have you guys in on so again follow me over at red.beard.outdoors shoot me a message and i'd love to hear from you thank you so much for tuning in today and share with other people if you found something interesting or information that that you want others to hear as well and i hope you have a wonderful day and as always get out Live your life and love it.